And Pog is here, so I'll uh, allow him to speak. Oh. Oh. Okay, that was the cam. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let me start streaming on Odyssey. And Okay. Uh, uh, you can uh, you can send checkle chats on entropystream.live slash ANC report and on Odyssey. Uh, or entropy.live and then click on my face. Yes. Uh, I'll just... Tomorrow, Scott Dawson, we're going over. He was on the Science Channel for like two hours explaining the Lost Colony stuff. Best one they've done yet, but they still left a lot out. So I'm going to have him come on to say what else they found. Yes. But today uh, we got to clear up some kookifying on the COVID stuff because this is what they do is they feed you cooked up nonsense so that they can throw the baby out with the bathwater. And it's always the loud. They did this with 9-11. They did this with uh, election fraud. You know, this is what they do is they come out loud and proud with nonsense over and over and over again so that you you go through you look at it and it ends up being bs and you dismiss it and then someone has another claim and you're like no no i'm sick of this i've heard this and you dismiss it right and that happened to me so many times i'm trying to talk about september 11th they've already heard the baloney from loose change and richard gage and weirdos like that and they're tired of hearing it and so I don't get to talk. And with COVID, you've got between you've got your virus deniers, and most recently you've got like, oh, look at these Pfizer papers, and they say this and that, and they don't. And I am not defending Pfizer, but a lot of the 4chan slash I don't just like basement sites are getting these things so wrong. And they're on the right side. Like, yes, these corporations are evil and they've had to pay out tens of billions in criminal cases on other things. Johnson and Johnson's in the middle of being sued right now. Of the uh, harmful baby powder that they put out. And again and again, they, they go through these things. They got immunity on this one, right? Something that's only ever been afforded to things like nuclear power plants because they couldn't get insurance. They got immunity on the Fauci virus. Uh, but that does not mean that every single claim saying a bad thing about Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson, Johnson is true. They're putting out a bunch of disinformation on purpose. The Q fanatics and others are grabbing onto every little anti um, big pharma thing they can find and think, well, it must be true because big pharma sucks. This is the same problem we get with all these people who fall in love with China because like, well, American foreign policy sucks. You're correct on that point. But that does not mean you go run to the arms of China. And yes, 9-11 was not the official story, but the official unofficial stories are even worse. And you can add that to so many other subjects. I won't say Vegas, but, you know, we won't say I'm only I'm not going to list them. You know, y'all, anybody can listen to this. 9-11, Nine eleven, the uh, election stuff, like every everything, everything where there's where there's actually a fire, 
and you see right. the smoke and it, it subverts people's good instincts. School shootings. Trust it. Mm-hmm. Some of them, you it, know, it, they're like, oh, yeah, it's fake, a crisis actor. Rah, rah, rah. It's right. not. Uh, yeah, it subverts things. people's good instincts to be mistrustful of peak oil, of, right? Mm-hmm. For for the Iraq War, no, 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 no. Oil companies didn't create that war. Neocons created neocons created that war for right. Israel. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Russia Gate and stuff. They pushed because those conspiracies when there aren't any, and they denied the laptop. They denied the diary. Uh, you're allowed to question 2016 election, but not 2020, right? And then there's certain historical events that you can't mention. And everybody knows what those are. You can't have a nuanced view of the Civil War because if you're not a Lincoln worshiper, then, you know, you wanted slavery to happen and you hate blacks and blah, blah, right? That's the other canard. One is the kookifying with nonsense. And the other weapon they use is agree with me or you're a racist Nazi, xenophobic, sexist, homophobic, you know, bigoted, horrible person, and, which and is what we have now are... with the new, <laughs> the new Jen Psaki. Yeah. Have you seen her replacement? Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> Kareem Jean-Pierre something, something. She's gay and she's black. That makes her qualified. Right. And and voter voter ID is racist. Now, voter fraud is is against every race. But voter ID, you know, the, you, she's one of these people. What? You're saying blacks have the same ability to find the DMV as whites? Yes. That's racist. Well, okay. Now, like, every, every important issue has been kookified to a point where the that second tactic you mentioned, which is just associating anyone with an alternative view or any kind of nuance whatsoever with, like, all the worst things they know of. Yeah, like, all Elon Musk program. is a racist now. Now Elon Musk is a racist because he's... He wants free speech on Twitter and free speech is racist because <laughs> some small fraction of the free speech might be racist speech. So right, have I don't, free speech, I, I don't right? even, I don't even have to see him as like some altruistic angel to point out what's wrong with that. But when I do, I immediately, it, it, you know, you immediately get lumped in with the sycophants. Yeah. You're just a shill for Elon Musk, bro. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> light switch brains all the way down. Kukify yell racist and just say oh you're a shill for so-and-so you're a shill for putin you're a shill for trump you're a shill for elon you're a shill for whatever you like the official story of 9-11 unless you deny airplanes and bombs in every window yeah. uh that's exactly. their that's their thing oh oh you don't think 5g is gonna kill us so you love bill gates and rah, 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 rah. <laughs> yeah and oh yeah the, we we talked about the same thing with the 5g stuff where there's actually tons of legitimate concerns None of yeah. what they're talking about. <laughs> right. That's one that's been kookified. There's lots of smoke on 5G, but it's not the harmful radiation BS that they are. Yeah. Reporting. Yeah. How about the fact that they can use it to fucking read your, or my bad. <laughs> they can use it to read. <laughs> we were trying not to cuss because you can't get monetized on Rumble when you say F bombs, but yeah. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> Might as well say F Lincoln now. Maybe that one will slide through and we'll keep going without cussing. Like, we do no, have kids watching too. Hardly <laughs> anyone even mentions the fact that like 5G can be used to literally read your face. They can read your license plate with 5G. Now, I don't mean like through some radio wave. I'm talking like bouncing the waves off and like using it kind of like sonar. 
you know and yeah that's that's pretty dang scary but that's not what anyone's talking about you put know? some saran wrap on that license plate <laughs> yeah. saran wrap it up the way uh ukrainians do ethnic russians in kiev to a tree or a pole <laughs> they paint their faces green and call them orcs but hey they're not yeah. racist everyone's a racist except for the actual racist it's a uh, it's really the cry bully world yeah bizarro yeah, man we're just romano we're today. trying to be monetized on rumble i just need to pretend like i'm talking to my mom because she's literally never heard me cuss well, i have <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think everybody has except her whiskey pug is a cussing like a sailor pug <laughs> right <laughs> It's like the the F word just becomes a suffix. All the F words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the, all three of them. Is there a fourth F word? I guess not. Anyway, probably. Good news is, uh, we are ninety five percent complete on the Ron Paul Liberty, uh, fundraiser. So just. It's just a little bit to go. We get 2,715 out of 2,855. So I'm going to get the tickets already and pay for the PCR test. The rest of that money was for babysitters and whatnot. I assume we'll get it before June 1st. I'm going to try but to go too, if I can make it work. We're not taking calls right now, by the way. Um, I know you had some beef with the, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to call it, the 4chan Reddit uh hysteria and well, not really yeah, reddit, I don't even, this, the I don't hysteria even of Pfizer. <laughs> yeah. right let it reddit's too liberal to question anything but right it's kind of like in the anti-vax community in general uh but the you know and it's it kind of just builds on more on the topic of uh kookification we talked before a bit about the viral shedding stuff and how like misinformed the whole debate is on that uh because it's actually a legitimate thing well you're already uh, assuming viruses are real bro <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> but but it's actually a legitimate thing but then the the references people give for it just discredit their whole point of view to anyone who knows knows what they're talking about you know and so you know recently a couple you know technically eggs are a cell and so there most cells are microscopic but there are some you can see i guess the biggest cell you could see is a an ostrich egg in that we that we have here now i'm not counting fossils and there are viruses that are so big you can see them too look at nancy pelosi <laughs> right <laughs> That whole setup was for that joke. So the yeah. what else are they doing now in the uh, saying, oh, look at these papers? Because every time I've seen a look at this claim, I go and I read it, and I have that moment like the Princess Bride. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. But it's more yeah, like, exactly. oh, you keep saying this paper means this, but I don't think it says what you think it says. Oh, half the time they don't even link the paper. They just say, so like about two weeks ish ago, there was a huge dump of Pfizer documents, like, like 80,000 pages. And, uh, you see people everywhere saying, oh, this should be headline news. You know, people, everyone should be talking about what's in these right now, which is true, but, or they'll, they'll act like there was some huge revelation. Oh, not everyone. 
A lot of people <laughs> yeah, should everybody. be quiet and listen. <laughs> right. <laughs> For sure. But uh there's there's this idea that there's these big bombshells and stuff. And obviously I haven't read the eighty thousand pages. Like every time I see people talking like this, I always try to figure out exactly what they're talking about. You know, when they're when they're saying there's like bombshell info about pregnancies or whatever. I'm like, okay, which document are you talking about? And usually they don't even reference it. But uh, I got sent on a little spur out today because I saw on 4chan, there was a, here, I'll just read what they said. And it, was posted, yeah. it was posted <laughs> out of Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it was posted out of Twitter by uh, a parent. The Twitter account is supposed to be a doctor, which makes me kind of think this is all just, part of a kookification campaign. But what the Twitter account said was out of 27 women that were accidentally pregnant during the VAX program, outcome 23 spontaneous abortions, two premature with neonatal death, one spontaneous abortion with neonatal death, and one living baby. And they said Pfizer doc 5.3.6 page 12 which at least gave me something to look at. And I, 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 immediately reading that, I was like, those numbers don't make any sense. Like that. Did they rip them out of incubators and throw them on the floor? <laughs> the cold floor? Excuse me. <laughs> they, they probably ripped them out and put them in a new vaccine. <laughs> was it witnessed by a random 15 year old daughter of the Kuwaiti ambassador who spoke perfect English? So they just happened to be in a needle, natal intensive care unit and witness the Iraqi soldiers come and do this and leave her alone. <laughs> that's the propaganda that worked in 1991 right like that that happened i'm being facetious and i'm not i'm doing that with satirical sarcasm anyway uh it sucks that that you know i'm sure these that these babies died but uh did you track down the document with those yes Yes. Okay. And, and just uh, immediately looking at it, it was obvious that something was off there. And uh, then I, at first, initially, I just looked at the page, the like section that they got that from. And already they had the numbers completely wrong. Like it was 270 uh, preg pregnancies. And, uh, and even just looking at that, and again, just as a caveat, this is not some defense of the vaccine safety or efficacy, anything like that. I have tons of concerns about it but defending your point of view with terrible arguments is the worst thing you could do for it and yeah it's that old so, nietzsche quote right it's like yeah. uh i can't i don't remember how he said it but essentially the worst yeah, thing just, you can do for your position is to have a moron argue on your behalf right and uh so already just looking at this page i'm seeing 270 with like 26 deaths so already you're well within the range for uh miscarriages it's like 15 to 20 percent of pregnancies it's between 10 and 20 it depends on what country but end in miscarriage so already it it it's not but then so i read the whole document by the way a common cause for miscarriages very easily preventable a lot of women are taking hot baths to relax you can't do that that will cause a miscarriage that's why they have a warning on jacuzzis like no pregnant women and doctors are not giving this simple advice like oh by the way you can't have hot baths anymore the whole time you're pregnant don't do it if you're pregnant i don't care how relaxing it is that baby's cooking when you do that and it can cause a miscarriage 
Simple so stuff. Don't drink or smoke it. either. I feel like I have to say that too, because I have seen pregnant <laughs> women who think it's okay if you have just one. No, it's not. Yeah. Not unless you want to give birth to a like a a Kamala Harris or something. Uh, Greta Thunberg. Yeah, that's, that's uh, <laughs> doesn't she have like she's mentally ill, right? She Is has she a al- fetal alcohol syndrome. Is basically the physiognomy of her her appearance. Right. She okay. says she says she says it's autism, but I mean, neither me nor Varg look like we have fetal I, alcohol syndrome. Y'all aren't, <laughs> y'all aren't autistic though, um, like actual autism. No, I think being vegan it could be like her growth is stunted and everything because she doesn't eat real food like they said she was 16 i thought she was like 11 and uh yeah not having enough protein and whatnot and eating food chemical foods probably not good for you like have you ever had a vegan chicken mcnugget i'm like what all chemicals did they have to put into whatever that soy stuff is to make it taste like chicken no thanks a chicken a chicken mcnugget already has so many dang chemicals yeah even a chicken mcnugget's not made of chicken either so (laughs) if it's from mcdonald's how many many chemicals how many chemicals can you cram into a chicken mcnugget you know to make it (laughs) no chicken yeah i wonder how that's that was the thing so my ex-girlfriend's uncle broke the story and it was in Hampton, Virginia of, I don't know if y'all heard this or remember it. There was a chicken head found in somebody's like box of nuggets, mm-hmm. like, like a fried chicken head. And <laughs> McDonald's came out with like we, somebody, a disgruntled employee, like put it in the fryer and it got in the nuggets. What happened? But cause they're like, we don't know how that could have happened. Cause we're not using real chicken. <laughs> so exactly. Like, That's what I was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it's not even close. His name was uh, his first name was Dave. I forgot his last name. Uh, but well, uh, I have something to add on the Pfizer documents uh, because uh, uh, I, I don't. You know about Joaquin Flores, right? Yeah, he's been on my show a few times. Yeah, well, he had a post, and uh, I, I want to read his post and then uh, read the document he cites. What a crime against humanity. Pfizer knew their vaccine would kill babies through breast milk and never warned the public. The Roe versus Wade leak is a huge smokescreen for the genocide of newborn. The moves to allow abortion until an already born human being is a year old is not only sick, but designed to cover up the spike in infant mortality. And what he cites in the documents is... uh, Pfizer saying, it is unknown whether COVID-19 mRNA vaccine BNT blah, blah, blah is excreted in human risk in human milk. A risk to the newborns slash infants cannot be excluded. COVID mRNA vaccine BT, BNT whatever should not be used during breastfeeding. And right. uh, further up it says COVID-19 mRNA vaccine BNT is not recommended during pregnancy. So he, so he he takes a huge leap from we don't have evidence it hurts babies to vaccine uh, Pfizer did this purposely to kill babies in a huge genocide. Right, right. I did and, say we don't recommend pregnant people take it though. Which in yes. well, the language is we probably know we're not admitting. <laughs> but that's not what they said. Well, 
Well, this is a this is that's actually a much earlier document than the one I'm discussing. That was actually in the the trials before it was before it got the authorization the emergency authorization on like December first of uh, twenty. That's a shame so, too, because Flores is not bad usually. He just made a mistake. Seems like. Well, well yeah. I've, I've, well, you have a, a lot of these people with great takes on foreign policy have substandard mm -hmm. takes on medicine. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, to say the least. The, uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm that's why my whole thing has been against the lockdowns and the reaction and the whole political side. I don't try to play doctor. I'm just like, well, they've lied to us so many times in the past. I don't believe right. them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, and even even in the early days of it, when we kind of had different perspectives on some things, that was where we had extreme common ground. Was the the main concern here is what governments are going to do? You know, <laughs> like I I was way less. There's no reason that. to put mask on children. Hmm. None. Like it, it's not. Well, not based on this. I mean, in a lot of cities, you might want to anyway, just because of how, how dirty the air is in general. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's no reason to put a mask for, to prevent a virus that doesn't really harm kids. And, and, and running the, around with a mask on is unhealthy, period. You need to breathe. <laughs> yeah, they, plus, even like, sports, uh, they put a, a mask on them. Those masks, though, like the the holes, the size of the pores is so much larger than the virus itself, and that's why eventually they acknowledge this. Even the CDC and Fauci and all them, where they yeah. said, "Yeah, but it stops large particles, like large particles of mucus or whatever," which is kind of true. But like, if so, viruses are so small, it'll just sit on top so of your mask, right? And then it's only got millimeters to go. It's well, it is yeah, useless. Yeah. It's like putting up a chain link fence to stop the mosquitoes. That's what I was about to say. Th throwing sand at it. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, the and and just and people always jump from one thing to another to say that oh, uh, a surgical mask will stop <laughs> large large farting in a fishnet. <laughs> right. But to say that like a surgical mask will stop large particles of mucus or whatever doesn't imply that this is going to help control the spread of something. who the hell is or, shooting loogies on each other anyway like come on <laughs> you know, remember, like remember, remember when hillary clinton literally hocked a loogie into her water and then drank it in the middle of a speech gross that's gross yeah. She, yeah, i guess so. she did i was gonna make an arkansas joke but i won't yeah, but when Bart mentioned the people with good foreign policy takes, they have really bad medical takes. Like I had like five people come to mind, but I decided not to mention them just because I'm not. I mean, you, you can't be, you can't have like expertise in everything, you know. Like you can't. You, uh, it's I. I don't blame them necessarily for being wrong about that. What what sucks is that yeah. people hear them and they're like, well, they're right about this other thing, so they're probably right about this, you know. Mm-hmm. It can be discrediting. It's exactly, exactly. It's multi layers of political stuff and then only a little bit of medical stuff. Like, was it made in a lab? And was there gain of function research done either by NIH or indirect or through an intermediary? It appears that there was through Echo Health. Right. We got the paper trail at, from Echo Health and NIH very least, and going at, directly to Wuhan. At, and maybe at more. the very least, at the very least, that's what's like pretty dang obvious if you look at it.
which means Fauci committed perjury when he was talking to Rand Paul. Because, <laughs> but he's very point. careful. He's like, there was no NIH didn't give money to Wuhan. It's like, yeah, but you gave it to Echo Health, who gave it to Wuhan. Right. And you know damn well what they're asking, and you're playing stupid parson words. Well, and when the government's so invested in a particular narrative, you got to expect them to be covering their tracks in every way they can. That's just what they could. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> every so, time Senator yeah. Johnson had Fauci cornered, he'd go, "What about January 6th? Like, what about right. it? We're talking about gain of function research, and you just changed the subject. Right. It he came out of Wuhan. That. that wasn't a wet market. Like uh, in the early thing. The picture that went around with a woman drinking bat soup was from Micronesia, not China. And yes, the first cases and all come from China. But well, Jesus Christ, they're doing coronavirus research in Wuhan lab. And there's apparently like genetic markers from the three different animals like that didn't happen in nature. That was put together by people. By communists. Quite likely. I I, mm-hmm. I think so. It's quite likely. Yeah, and uh, then the fact that they cover up that and look, we've got bio labs doing gain of function research all over the place. They made it illegal to do inside the United States, so they just start doing it outside of the United States. Or should I say they kept continue to do it outside of the United States? <laughs> Live action, like medical experiments on humans, has been going on uh, the entirety of U.S. history. Right? Look up op Unit 100. Uh, might have to write World War II or something. These Japanese scientists slash doctors did all kinds of research on Chinese prisoners, just straight to human trials. Let's see how long frostbite takes. Let's see how long just. Horrible, horrible things. I thought that was... Yeah, and of course, you know, they lost... <laughs> yeah, he's... I, I don't I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding but, for anyone that doesn't yeah, get the joke. Unit 100 <laughs> was very real, and <laughs> the U.S. decided not to prosecute these people if they'd share their information. <laughs> and it continued. They were doing human medical testing in New Jersey. Uh, it came out in a Michael Moore film. I mean, I know how he is, but he didn't just make that up wholesale. They have, and they still do this, and they were doing gain-of-function research on anthrax in the 90s. Some of it was stolen from the lab. And then somebody sent uh, weaponized anthrax, which has a catalyst added to the spore that has yeah, to be done by a person. complicated. That's very right. complicated. Yeah. And super complicated. Only three nations have that ability. Russia, the U.S., and Israel. So, of course, they blame Russia. But uh, the note said, death to America, death to Israel. And it's the Israeli securities lying about the anthrax. Da, 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 da. But they blame it all on Bruce Ivins. And that was out of Fort Detrick. The, the Ames trains out of Ames, Iowa. And the, the... I forgot the name of the thing they used for the catalyst or whatever. It has a term, but that was in done in Utah. Uh, Douglas. And then the samples were stolen from Dietrich. But do you want the latest uh, a kook theory? About sure. No, no. Okay. Theory. Shortage on baby formula, so the vax mothers are forced to breastfeed. 
It's all <laughs> making sense, bro. There's it's a shortage. Genocide. Well, the thing is, there's there's the truth part of the kook, right? Exactly. There is a shortage on baby formula. Mm-hmm. But it has to do with our sanctions and the fact that a whole bunch of food processing plants are just spontaneously combusting. Yeah, the, the, so they went something. they went from like they went from like the model for manufacturing of a lot of stuff is getting the raw ingredients literally the same day, especially in food stuff, especially anything mm-hmm. perishable. And now they're looking at like hundred day delays before they get their raw ingredients. And it's the, the the reason there's a shortage on baby formula is the same reason that your groceries have gone up more than double in price. Like mm-hmm. it's the it's and the diapers. Whole supply chain. Yep. Yep. Anything that takes well, gasoline to transport, which would be everything that's not digital, is going to go up in price. But yeah, they're not making. They're not. It's not that they're not producing enough baby formula. They cannot deliver it quick enough. Well, the newest innovation in neoliberal capitalism is just-in-time delivery uh, to uh, stop exactly. the that's need. Yep. Yeah, that's stop the need about. for wa- warehouse space. And so you have grocery stores that would be empty in three days if the trucks didn't arrive. And the same goes for like uh, Best Buy and a bunch of other things too. Like everything's, uh, it's designed to keep the need for a warehouse or I don't know what you would call it, stocks. Like stocks are low by design. Mm -hmm. It's, well... That yeah, that's got a word means a couple different things, but I know what you mean by our stock of such and such warehouse stock. They mean they go the other way too, where they'll put so many preservatives in food, say bananas or something, that they don't need the warehouse because all these bananas can sit in the store for months without ever rotting. And I I would suggest you do not eat those. (laughs) Well, I mean, look at bread, like. I, I would venture to say that unless you go to like nice you mean cake, <laughs> you mean cake, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. There, like, really? There's so much sugar in bread. Now you're eating cake and fat, you're basically like, eating. The, yeah. It, it's funny. Like it, someone will go to a nice restaurant with like fresh bread, like real bread. And they're, they're, just, they're blown away. They're like, Oh, the bread was the best part. It's like, yeah. Cause you've never even had real bread. <laughs> yeah. The kind you can snap with your hands. Like, <laughs> Like bread is super perishable. Like real bread will mold in three to five days in like room temperature. Like there's it's and and even outside of that, it goes stale even sooner. Like real bread is extremely perishable. That stuff you buy in grocery stores that lasts a month or whatever, it's it's so full of fats and sugars and emulsifiers and preservatives that it's it's not, it's not even technically bread. It's like a whole different category. It's closer they to you call it bread product. It, it, yeah. It's almost like a chemical sponge used to yeah. hold all the chemicals. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's chemical sponge. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's but, why, like, if anyone's ever had, like, a real pizza made on real bread, you know, out of their, not, because even if you're like, well, I saw them spinning the dough around, like, yeah, but. There's a difference between dough and dough also. You know, do they make the dough or do they just buy a dough thing and run it through? uh, Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you've ever had Uh, a real pizza, it's so delicious. But most people (laughs) are never going to have that experience. 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, just a heads up, if you got a question, you can send a super chat on Entropy and Entropy Shekel Chat. Uh, yeah, Entropystream.live slash app slash ANC report. And uh, on Odyssey, uh, which is uh, we have uh, we have shared that link too. Uh, to be in Telegram. Yes. You know, they'll do statistics on nutritional charts and stuff. It'll say bread has this, apples have this, broccoli has this. Mm-hmm. But they're not talking about the bread you actually can buy. They're talking about, well, if you made it without all these things, this is what the mm-hmm. nutrition would be. But that's not what you're putting in your mouth. Right. And and so back to the super chat. So like with like I'm I'm you know, I, I understand this topic's nuanced. We're talking about like the Pfizer documents and stuff. It's, it's nuanced and people have gotten a lot of different information from different sources. And I honestly welcome people's questions on this. I'm not going to get mad or like get upset that you ask a question. I'm not going to be like, oh, you're so stupid to have that question. Anything like that. Like if you have anything, like I would love to hear your input about this. And I'd, I, I'd love to go over it with like the, this, this isn't, you don't have to be, just because you have like a different or the wrong narrative on this does not mean you're stupid. Like it is virtually impossible to get the right narrative on this stuff. You know, (laughs) like that's the whole product of the kookification stuff. And like the, with before it really is like, it would have to be your job because if you have another job, you're not going to have time to sit through and read all this stuff and figure it out. That's why we're, we're trying to help you by doing that for you. Plus, it's, I mean, it's not the easiest stuff in the world to read by any means, like, at all. Like, even even when the, the specific document I'm going to be talking about, even when I first saw it, I, <laughs> I could tell that the, people, like, the people's takes on it were wrong, but I still had a bunch of questions. Just because Says of the, the guy story. that reads Nietzsche and Carl Jung and Ted Kaczynski for fun. Yeah, and, <laughs> and scientific papers, you know, but like, and when I first saw it, I like, I had a bunch of questions about some of the terminology being used. And I actually reached out to a couple of, a couple of friends in the medical industry and a couple of doctors and stuff. And I said, Hey, I might have some questions about something I need clarification on, but first I'm going to read the entire paper and not just the page, you know, and see if I understand. Maybe you read the paper, not just the abstract at the start of it. Right. (laughs) And, and after reading the whole paper, all my questions were answered, fortunately, but it's, this isn't the easy. That's why when people are like, oh, read the Pfizer leaks, it's like, yeah, read 80,000 pages of industry jargon. And, and like, it's, it's, it's not, it's not super accessible, which is why people, one of, one of my big pet peeves with the anti-vax, and, and I hate to even say anti-vax because that's such a loaded term, you know, before Pfizer, all this COVID stuff, anti-vax had an association with like people that don't believe viruses are real and stuff like that you know now simply being skeptical of these specific mrna vaccines gets you called anti-vax you know so it's like well i've got a a great vaccine debate from donahue it's old as hell and it's weird it's funny listening to it because a woman's talking about swine flu but she's not talking about the scare from a few years ago. She's talking about from the seventies, <laughs> but they used to on TV, the audience has some pretty educated questions and they got a panel of doctors up there and they would talk about these kind of things. We're not allowed to have that kind of dialogue anymore. You can't, 
make an informed decision at all. And dumping 80,000 pages of medical jargon is like, well, yeah, who the hell can read all that and decipher it? And then most of it's worthless to begin with. Uh-huh. Most of it, like the the vast majority of it is like not, not going to tell you anything, even if you do understand it. It's like, it's almost like they dump that much just to make sure that you can't find anything useful. Yeah, you give up on it. Uh, yeah, we, they did we that with JFK it. stuff all the time. Go ahead. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, we got a, a hyper chat on Odyssey from Portugal podcast for one library token, but right. we can't we yeah. can't know if he actually sent a super chat too. But uh, he said anything on the Agco tractor company cyber attack. I'm not familiar with that one specifically, but there's been an unprecedented amount of cyber attacks on American infrastructure in general, like every, everything from like Empires. water and power grids to, to mm-hmm. yep, exactly, and, and food production, all this, which is kind of predictable after Joe Biden declared cyber war on Russia. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah, with his yeah. Chinese allies. Did you see the tractor attack this morning, though? I laughed my butt off. The dude oh, on the some- car. Yeah, some hooligans were just parked on this guy in this guy's property and drinking and whatever. And the guy said, Can you move your car? And one of the guys just punched him. So he went back and got his forklift. Yep. <laughs> and just came back and moved the car himself. And when the dude started kicking the tractor and stuff, he swung the forklift around. The guy ducked under it just in time. But court ruled perfectly fine. Self defense. He was he was reacting to an ongoing and growing problem. So good for him. Yeah. Well, yeah. the disturbing thing about this tractor, Agco tractor ransomware attack is that it is right in the planting season. <laughs> this is when you need to get your seeds in the soil. And well, so, and, it, and, and then fertilizer prices are just insane right now because the majority of it actually comes from Russia. Yeah. Uh, well, so it's it's the amount of sh- stuff happening to the the food supply right now is uh, a staggering. Uh, we just talked about the food processing plants. So you have higher fuel, higher fertilizer, uh, food processing plants just bursting into fire, and now a ransom got hit by airplanes. Right, weird food processing. <laughs> First of all, airplane crashes are rare anyway of any size not just commercial and then it also landed on a food process processing plant this is why i think we live in a simulation it's <laughs> just like for oh, real yeah. that happened um and these fires i don't know if it's equity hires or what like what is causing so many fires how many did we have last year is this just now being reported on and it happens a lot or uh is this really a, a weird thing well, all this adds up to say that, like, despite how bad things are now, like, it, like the price of groceries now versus a year or two ago, all this, it's about to get a lot worse. Like, we haven't even seen the full effects of inflation and, and uh, increased cost of fuel and uh, fertilizer, especially and in terms mm-hmm. of food prices. It's going to get so much worse. Famine's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, and the, uh, the entire world runs on, like, a 90-day food supply. So any disruptions are felt at the register. Well, in those blue cities, they run in like three days or not even. Uh, New York, San Francisco, 
they don't have any shelf life. Like those things, they need ongoing supply constantly. And you can't run trains at, up to LA anymore. Uh, they're longshoremen. There are not enough people working to unload the boats. There's a shortage of truckers because of the vaccine mandates. Uh, and people oh. quitting because they were living on universal basic income because they're like, so well, why should I work, man? That, there's, there's been a shortage of truckers for like 15 years, but now it's accelerating so much faster than it already was. It's just like unsustainable. But there's a huge one in Canada. And we get a lot of our stuff from Canada and the U.S. So, you know, truckers striking anywhere affects everybody everywhere, especially if you're neighbors. And they had a vaccine mandate in Canada, and it caused a huge trucker uprise. Yeah, that kind of died down because of the war in Ukraine or whatever, but it didn't go away. Just the coverage of it did. And a lot of them just quit. Like, fine, I'm boycotting. You know, I'm not, well, not going to deliver goods to the U.S., yeah. And and like we talked about on a recent stream, the one of the one of the ways that the cookification process works is they'll take a, a out one of many outcomes of a bad policy. They'll take one of many many problems that come from a bad policy decision, and then act like that was the motivation for the entire thing. Right. And yeah, uh, yeah. and that's a a typical. A, a typical vector that they use for that. It's but, uh, liberals do that too. They only take one data point and yeah. react to that. And it, it, a lot of times that's just uh, a side effect of the actual goal. Right. That, Even if it benefits your enemies, that doesn't mean that was the, the, the that explains everything, you know, <laughs> the war on Donbass is to kill Russians and to murder their political enemies. I mean, Putin threw, out of the country and they want revenge the food shortages the gas shortages that's all because of the war but that's they didn't go to war to cause shortages the sanctions actually cause the shortages more than more than well that that doesn't that doesn't mean that they're not willing to benefit from those (laughs) outcomes of course they are of course they're they're not gonna let a crisis go to waste (laughs) you know and you remember when biden got up there and said they're hurting the ruples drop 30 percent. well now it's risen 33 percent. hey who called who who was screaming about that when it it you're like i wish i I could get some ruble right now (laughs) i was trying so hard every every way i know to invest in rubles and russian gas stocks like i was trying so hard but it was it was they wouldn't let me do it. even before it was made illegal i still wasn't allowed to do it because like all the different exchanges all the different brokers like they they had already i guess gotten advanced warning not to let little guys like me do it i'm sure of course the big you know the billionaires and like hedge funds mm-hmm. and blackrock i'm sure is taking advantage of it you know but it, it was so frustrating because like i've never been more sure of anything <laughs> you know i was like can, can i buy rubles at half price right now when i think the ruble is going to go up from where it was and like i've never been more sure of anything and, and yeah i did a show on with reed coverdale uh talking about the alternative to swift because they're like oh they're gonna get kicked off of swift but i got yeah well whatever like They've had eight years to prepare. Here's the war chest. Right. Here's the alternative systems. China's going to do this. Russia will do this. And it pretty much about 90% of what I said is what they ended up doing. Hmm. Uh, and the rubles bounce uh, back again. Yeah, we got another. 
We got we got another hyper chat from a Portugal podcast, and it just says "P.S. Fuck Lincoln." Uh, but uh, have you been watching what is going on in uh, Sri Lanka? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, oh. I, I haven't been following it too closely, but yeah, I have seen it. Uh, yeah, well, so like. The mobs are just burnt. More than fifty houses of politicians have been burned. They're just lighting them on fire. Uh, it's the only solution sometimes. Yeah, I did see a report that the uh, the demonstrators actually killed a minister, but I can't seem to yeah. find it right now. But yeah, a municipal lawmaker died in hospital after an attack on his house. <laughs> And, and what set and, them off? Well, food prices. Yeah. And uh, economy. Well, they say like, oh, the economy is in trouble. But what they mean is food prices. It's a, mm -hmm. a, in an economic uh, crisis and people are furious because the cost of living has become unaffordable. You mean praying well, to Allah didn't make the prices go down? Mm. Well, well, there's well, Sri Lankan. This this is we spoke about this recently too, where like I was talking about how uh, capitalism is such a loaded term now, like and, and it always has been, by the way, because capitalism was pretty much popularized. The term was pretty much popularized by Karl Marx as as a caricature of like free markets. Like that's why I, I always prefer to use the term free markets when I'm talking about the principles involved, because a lot of people will look at, say, like fuel prices, food prices, all this in America, and they'll be like, oh, failure of capitalism. And it's like we don't have a free market. You know, it's like when when gas price, when fuel prices, energy prices, whatever, go up so ridiculously high. Yeah, it's like, sanctions wow. are market interference and free market right, like, wouldn't it, be sanctions. It, it's like in a free market, I wouldn't be the one going out of business. The, the people charging ridiculous prices would be the one going out of business, you know, mm -hmm. and it's uh so it's that that's why one of it, it always is annoying to me when the vector that people use to criti criticize capitalism as they say they they mean they lump free markets and capitalism all in together but like it are are right criticism the free market, market capitalism versus free. crony capitalism capitalism yeah. is just buying and selling stuff all of us do it all of us need to it's uh well that's free you markets, have capitalism man. in jail right free markets is you know the ability to buy and sell without government interference mm -hmm. but that's not we don't have that the government picks winners and losers. They subsidize people. They put regulations that are tailored to favor some industries over others or some uh, franchises over startups. And they decide, you know, who gets government grants or not. <clears throat> and all it does is make things more expensive. Like if you subsidize green energy, then the price of green energy just goes up. And of course they would, because that's a <laughs> governments love things that don't work. So. They're going to dump a bunch of money into something. Oh, well, we just didn't dump enough in or whatever. Yeah, whoever's making the windmill or the solar panel knows that the government's going to pay, so the price is going to rise accordingly. If you want prices to come down, you have to get rid of subsidies. That's literally how Tesla came up. <laughs> well, he had, what's his name, Winfield? Or, uh, he had a super investor. I forgot his well, name all of a sudden. The U.S. government was a super investor. Oh, I I thought you meant Nicholas Tesla. Sorry, I you mean oh, Nikola, Tesla. No, 
Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's different. Yeah, he's a master of getting government grants. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought you meant the actual Tesla guy, oh. not the car company, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but he had a venture capitalist partner of the actual Tesla. And when he bailed, that was it. You know, he had the money and the brain. He didn't have the money. It doesn't matter if you have a brain. But, you know. But yeah, so all all of this is just more ways that like legitimate conversations, legitimate nuanced perspectives on things get subverted into being discredited. And the, uh, I guess before, before getting too far astray, like before I get into exactly what the Pfizer document about the killing babies and stuff that everybody keeps saying, before I get into exactly what it says, I want to cover what, what, if you research it, you'll find, like if you go on Google or any search engine, what you'll find, if you look into this, if you see this claim, like the claim that, uh, that Varg read or the claim that I read from, uh, 4chan about all the which was initially from Twitter from a doctor's account. Uh, if, if you read those claims and then you try to verify them and you look any search engine, any, you, you basically have something me and Ryan were talking about with uh, foreign policy stuff. You pretty much have to know what you're looking for to be able to find it. Like, like if you're not yeah. going to find accurate information about nine 11, anything like that, anything, anything remote that there's any interest in covering up, you're not going to be able to find good information unless you know good sources already. And you're not going to call find it the kook dragnet. They've set up a right. dragnet on Google that all you're going to find is retarded stuff forever. So, so if you, if you look into these specific claims about this specific Pfizer document that everyone's acting like some kind of bombshell, all you're going to see is 50 plus pages of debunks of the ridiculous claim. Like you it'll be Politico Reuters, all these different fact checks, where they're fact checking this dumb claim that's obviously wrong and what they're saying is actually true you know they'll still try to spin it for their narrative or whatever but like i get so annoyed when you when people make these fact fact checker apparatuses look smart you know it's so frustrating because uh if 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 you look at when they're when they're tackling these claims they're probably debunking their own propaganda exactly exactly <laughs> i know some of the 9-11 debunking sites, you know, it's all focused on common sense stuff. Like, you know, the, yes, right. there was a plane at the Pentagon. Duh. Exactly. Like that. <laughs> and I asked them to debunk my stuff. I'm like, here it is. Here's the film for free. Have at it, boys. Nothing. Right. They didn't take any of my claims. There's right. one attempt yeah. in the Dancing Israelis where they quoted some Irish paper to try and timestamp it incorrectly. And blah, 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 blah. There, so there's been some Building 7 attempts, too. Oh, well, you know, don't get me going on that. They're like, oh, pull it's an industry term, Larry Silverstein. It's not even their own words, right? It's just parroting crap from Alex Jones. When I did the anti-Pentagon stuff, all these uh, websites that were using that picture of this of the second floor and ignoring the first floor hole mm-hmm. uh, got rid of that picture. I go, oh, isn't that something? You saw that and just removed it, huh? Uh, okay, we, we got another hyper chat for two library tokens from F1 Green Tiger, and uh, this person says trials were made up. I heard. Trials. I'm curious what? what you mean by that exactly? 
Well, I assume it's Pfizer trials being made up. Okay. Not trials so, for 9-11. So I, I understand your skepticism of that, like completely. And your instinct there is correct. But the thing is, with within the current like medical system, the medical system and like the 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 process of getting something even approved for like emergency authorization they don't have to make up anything they can they can just the studies can be skewed in so many ways like the it's it's very easy to lie with statistics it's very it's they can tailor it it doesn't have to be made up as you say to like it doesn't have to be like completely false to present a false narrative it know? can be true and still set like Half of America has below average intelligence. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> below normal. Yeah. Below normal. <laughs> well, below the average because half are below the average, half are above the average. Right? Well, well, half average, the uh, like the whole IQ, the whole IQ standard is based around the idea that a hundred is average, but normal is ninety six. <laughs> so it's a. Uh, it's yeah there's there's base okay so that's kind of that the the whole instinct to say that the trials are fake or whatever is kind of what i'm taking aim at here because it doesn't it, it they can easily follow all the rules all the all the uh the standards for evidentiary research all the standards for getting a drug approved and it still be problematic there can still be a ton of problems with it just because they follow the rules just because they do they're transparent with it which they really weren't but that's a, another issue the that doesn't necessarily mean it's legitimate and the fact that it's illegitimate doesn't necessarily mean they didn't follow the rules you know the uh so okay like we, we already talked a little bit about the early like like what varg mentioned earlier we mentioned on a past stream where the the uh people were claiming based on all the things that pfizer was looking out for in terms of adverse effects and in their initial trials uh were cited as evidence that they knew these things were problems when actually it was pretty much just evidence that they were looking out for these things which it'd be more upsetting if the document hadn't mentioned that it would be more upsetting if if they they weren't looking for issues with pregnancies and stuff like that the uh anytime you and, have a drug you're gonna say and how will this affect pregnant people well right? so so like that's, we, that's we always going to be a category you're like what if they're pregnant right we we mentioned this last when we talked about that document in specific the uh all the protocols about like pregnancy and bre uh, breastfeeding all that that's Excuse the me. same language that's the Birthing same language. people we say right. birthing people now. <laughs> that that is the exact same language that they use in all of their trials. Like even whether it's a pill, a cream, anything, the exact same things in there. That wasn't unique to the COVID trials. But, I wonder if they did a again, special study on how COVID vaccines affect pregnant men. <laughs> I'm gonna guess no. Well, I wonder if you could if you could sue them for not doing it. <laughs> I mean, not a pregnant man, but yeah, neither I mean, is anyone you, you else. Could, so you, 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 could, you, you could identify as one for the purpose of true. a lawsuit. It's true. I bet, I bet that would work. 
Oh yeah. That's a <laughs> joke, a joke I made recently where I was talking about like where all these women's health programs and stuff for, for, uh, providing women with like, uh, like feminine specific product, whether we're talking about menstruation stuff or pregnancy stuff, whatever. I, uh, I wonder if, if someone, if a pregnant trans man or whatever applied for that and got it, them being acknowledged as a, like, I, I wonder if they would have a basis for a lawsuit on, uh, on, or, or like say, a, a the, 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 a lot of, a lot of the existing, uh, legal precedents take the concept of man and woman as serious things. And I bet there could be lawsuits as what about a woman's right to choose, right? Exactly. Well, what's a woman? Y'all can't even define what woman is. Or, or say feminine healthcare products when you're you're going to, yeah, yeah. You're going to preach to me about medical complexities and you can't even tell me what a man is and what a woman is. Right. Yeah, that's one of my favorite mainstream. Uh, you see the meme poems. of the heterosexual couple laying in bed and the guy's like asleep and the woman's got her eyes wide open and it says, I hope I didn't get him pregnant. That's- <laughs> oh, that's a thing now. Pregnant men. That used to be a National Enquirer headline. Pregnant man. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's happened. <sighs> Yes. Uh, well, uh, we in Europe was very early with this, with our bearded lady wins song competition at the Eurovision. It was very progressive, and we're really proud of uh, her win as a bearded lady. That used to be something you'd have to go to the circus to see. Or now Pakistan. You can see it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That was something they got mad about. You were talking about feminine hygiene products or whatever. Well, there are some women who have mustaches, apparently, around the Mediterranean and stuff. So a lot. Turkey. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but I imagine it still couldn't be like an everyday thing or whatever. Uh, pink razors cost more than the blue ones. And they're like, oh, this is prejudice to women. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> Just buy the blue ones. You know, like. There's nothing that says pink is girls, whatever, but they would pay more for them because they think it's a woman's razor. I'm like, a razor's a razor. On that, you know, this right. is like, I'm talking about disposable razors. A razor's a razor. And whatever. But yeah, there are some women with mustaches. We realize that they don't need to take hormones to grow them. They just happen to have facial hair. We'll wax that shit off. Yeah. Unless you think that's the st- and want to keep it stylish or whatever, might be cool in California to have a mustache. People are like, "Are you transitioning?" They're like, "No, damn it, I'm from Turkey." <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we can all conclude from this that uh, Pfizer shots were not as effective as Rittenhouse's shots. Oh, I agree. <laughs> well, obviously, his three shots ended a riot. Their three shots caused a lot of blood clots. <laughs> three shots well, Kyle Rittenhouse is the man dude I had him on Twitter and they raced it again I was going to get him on Four Horsemen so oh well. I know oh well if Elon well, does pull through in six months maybe finally I can have a single platform of free speech that actually has eyeballs 
well doing my nuanced thing that makes people hate me again like the uh even even the clot <laughs> shot meme even the clot shot meme like one of the the and this is going to come up when i talk about exactly what this document says as well like the the problem with all of yes there's been a big increase in blood clots and cardiovascular like myocarditis pericarditis the problem yeah, i don't is, remember soccer players just dropping on the field like flies like they do now or any other sport where they just hold their heart and fall down something happened right. something happened for sure but it's very hard to separate because like there's really no research done in the ways that we would like to see it done where you're looking at vaccinated versus unvaccinated uh occurrences of a specific outcome there could be like, um some sort of reaction between the mrna therapy and steroids well very likely actually very likely because they're not all going to admit they're using steroids but almost everybody on a professional level is on steroids right yeah, but like uh, the the thing that a lot of people don't realize, and I realize it especially just because y'all know my history. But like, COVID itself, without being vaccinated, causes heart issues and blood clots and miscarriages and like all these things that we're seeing from the vaccine. And the problem is, most of the claims about you know the clot shot or whatever, like all that, they're kind of discounting this. They're not really. They're not. They're not looking at a control group. You can't. Ha you can't come to any meaningful conclusions about anything without a control. Yeah, they don't have that double blind test with control group, but they have like ejected it in, and you can sit there and watch the cells coagulate. And just like okay, that's that person's cells at least is causing uh, blood clots. I mean, I've right, seen that. But I mean, look at me, you know, like I, I had like first wave, like Wuhan COVID, you know, like very, it actually like messed me up pretty bad. And then the, after no, 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 no. your heart broke because you left Japan and you left your post. <laughs> yeah, probably a combination. I think, it, I think if hearts actually caused emotion, they don't, that's in the brain, but something in you broke and your body just gave up. As soon as you got on that airplane in Tokyo, I think, and then you almost got poisoned on the goddamn flight. <laughs> right. I picked him off myself. He's allergic oh my to God. most seafood. And then what, he said, I can't have shrimp. And she's like, there's no shrimp. I guess I, I think, are you sure? He goes, I picked him out myself. Right. This is while I'm in about to go into anaphylactic shock. But did you have a, did you have a flight between Osaka and Tokyo? Like on a Japanese airline, yeah. Did you get? Did you have that experience? Oh, of course not. Not on any Asian airline ever. No, no. I mean, you got to have the good experience of like, you know, supermodels, uh, basically, and you, and flight attendant uniforms attending to your every need and give you hot towels and stuff. And then you get you switch and you get on an American plane and it's just like frizzy haired dykes and gay guys and overweight assholes and they're just yep. rude as shit and like yeah yep i mean yeah exactly and that's i mean that's really all asian airlines. i've never been on an asian airline that wasn't phenomenal like yeah but yeah going from the japanese or even thai or korean any of them going from that i've heard to like singapore is like verily really nice but from my experience and living in asia and flying around t-way from korea that's top notch mm -hmm. right there really I think they only go in like it's a domestic Korean line, but man, go yeah, to Jeju Devil. It's really nice. 
I mean, it doesn't take much to be better than the American Airlines, though. No, no, yeah. no. I'm comparing Asian to Asian. Right. That's comparing to. I I don't know if I've been on a worse. Air China's up there. That's the one that's in Asia that sucks, but uh, they're as bad as America. Really? But American Airlines keep getting worse and worse. I've been on flights where there was no, the TV didn't work. I'm like, I have a 13 hours to just sit in a chair and stare at the chair in front of me. Oh, okay. You know, oh, <laughs> no compensation yeah, or nothing. They're definitely getting worse and worse. Like it's, they don't even have like meals and stuff anymore. Yeah, so United will like throw people off the plane, as we've seen <laughs> physically. <laughs> if they're not serving meals, at least I won't get anaphylactic shock. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. But man, in the eighties, used to get ice cream and like the airlines are really competing with each other. So you got some pretty good meals, pretty good service. <laughs> Dude, There's one of my favorite. Of they, they've all merged with each other, and just it's just ugh. One of my favorite ads ever was a, a Pan Am ad from like the seventies or something. And it showed that it's like super nice. It wasn't even like the first class, but like it was super nice. They had like tables and meals and they're smoking cigarettes, all this stuff, you know, but, uh, and it said the wife was saying to the husband, imagine how nice air travel is going to be in 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> that was before the Lockerbie uh, Pan Am incident we'll just say i assume yeah right, 30 right. years later 50 years later even uh yeah look at it <laughs> they're, they're pulling people off the plane choking people up until recently you had to wear a face mask even though the air is recycled on the plane and uh, right it's literally like <laughs> the cleanest air you're gonna breathe anywhere mm -hmm. unless you like work in a clean room <laughs> But we yeah, live in Alaska uh, or something. <laughs> right. It's uh definitely going downhill. But, you remember yeah, when they're so gonna like, charge like super fat people for two tickets if their butt was big enough to take up two seats? And I was just thought, whose butt is big enough to take up two airplane seats? Oh, and then I got <laughs> oh yeah. I went back to America. I hadn't been there in like, maybe just like three, three and a half years or something. I was shocked. I like how did he how do you do that? Like, how do you get that the, big? I don't get it. The worst, the worst is when you're on a flight and it's like a three seat row and you're between two people that both need two seats. <laughs> you're just being like squashed. No, I, the worst is when you're sitting next to somebody that smells like BO and curry for Dude, an over, overseas I, flight. I haven't been on any like uh, Middle Eastern or like out of, I, I saw someone recently complaining about that on a flight out of Pakistan. <laughs> And I was like, I, I was like, why did I, the one guy on the whole plane and he's next to me. Right. <laughs> oh God. The, I had a little nightmare experience on a recent flight back to the South where, uh, I was between two extremely obese, uh, a black man and a black woman that, and I'm, I'm sitting there listening to TRS podcast <laughs> and, uh, you know, just, just zoning out, whatever. And for some reason, my Bluetooth fails in the middle of the flight and it starts playing at like maximum volume out of my phone. <laughs> and it was like the worst possible time because you know how those guys are. They're like, it's 
<laughs> lots of ethnic slurs and stuff and and it, just the worst possible time and they like they like look at give me these like mean looks and i just shrug i'm like i don't know <laughs> and like get my headphones back on <laughs> <laughs> what you listen to there that sounds like my personal hell uh like if pe- people can hear what i'm hearing or listening to that's uh, I remember I was on Red Ice promoting VK, and he pulled it up on the screen. And I've almost never seen this, but when they do it, it was N I. I was like, oh Jesus! I was like, well, look, I told you it was free speech, you know. And then it was just like Hitler, and just you know, I said, what happened, man? People knew I I was saying VK, so they went and posted the crazy shit they could find, you know. <laughs> I go, you don't want to go in there, but I think most of the Red Ice audience was like. I want to go in there. <laughs> right. But, but you know, it is as, a, as a as good like, alternative to Facebook. At least you don't get banned. Right. But like, as, as far as like the clot shot meme where people call it, and I mean, I understand why, and it's, it's based on good instincts and all, but like it the rhymes. problem is right. Yeah. And, and plus the whole, the whole framework for all of it is so screwed that like, I'm, I'm, I'm not really going to push back on any criticism of it unless I feel like it discredits, discredits a legitimate criticism, you know, which is one of all of, I mean, the most common thing people refer to when they're talking about blood clots and uh, with, from the shot or whatever, they look at the military data and they show like, and not just blood clots, but pericarditis and myocarditis. And I guess I, we, we got off ba- off track a little bit when I was talking earlier, I had COVID super early, like super early, like you brought it to America. It's, it's, it might be my fault. Actually, somebody (laughs) got it from Hong Kong and brought it to Japan. And then you brought it to the United States. Somebody, somebody (laughs) (laughs) ANC is responsible for the spread of COVID to three nations. (laughs) But, but like I got, I got super sick. It was bad. It was the sickest I've ever been actually like, uh, aside from like chronic ongoing stuff, but like the, but then I recovered, but the problem was my heart was messed up for like well over a year. Like I had, I had a uh, pericarditis for like inflammation of the heart lining for like an extended period of time. And like later we did we you try like, eating M&Ms? <laughs> not, <laughs> not since then, but like yes. uh, uh, later we, we found out that like, people who have heart issues after COVID infection, it's, it's way more overrepresented in people that are training really hard. Like back then, the first, first person I knew that died of COVID was actually a, a marathon runner that was mm-hmm. 26, like extremely athletic, like trained very hard and had, had really bad heart inflammation, heart lining inflammation following that. And at this point there wasn't even a COVID test, you know, and so like when I'm, when I'm talking with doctors about this, they're like, this, this isn't a common disease in America. There's, there's no evidence that it affects the heart, all this. Meanwhile, there's actually been a lot of research coming out of Asia showing all these things, but these doctors just aren't following it yet. You know, there wasn't even a test, much less a vaccine. And I was very frustrated. We did, <laughs> there's a lot of streams of me complaining about it because it was like, it was- But that uh, COVID causes those problems. Uh, doesn't mean that the vaccine doesn't add to those problems where like a lot of people get their booster shot and their immune system goes down really low for about 10 days 
Well, if you catch COVID in that window, and, and you will, because it's not really a vaccine, it doesn't stop you from getting COVID, right. you're going to get a really nasty case of it, which could cause blood well, clots and heart problems. That's what I was getting at, and it actually gets to the VAED, vaccine-associated enhanced disease, which is, I, I kind of got to explain the paper before I can even get into that. But like, based my point with that, like when talking about the clot shot and all is, you have to understand that COVID itself causes an increase in all of like all the cardiovascular issues that are associated with the vaccine that people commonly like the clots, the inflammation, all that COVID itself does that. So when you're looking at overall numbers for say the military and you say there's an increase, so obviously the vaccine did this, like you're not controlling for people that might be having that issue from the, the disease itself. And speaking as someone who did have really bad heart complications from it, like it's not rare and it's especially common in athletes, but, and this, like my theory on all this, which there's, I can't find any research on, everyone always talks about the spike protein, but people don't understand what the spike protein does. What the spike protein does is makes your body code for the antibodies. And I'm convinced that the antibodies themselves, or I say convinced, my theory is that the antibodies themselves, whether they're produced by the disease or the, the vaccine, you know, quote vaccination is, uh, contribute to, to these issues. Yeah. They both cause clots. Right. Exactly. So, but that's not to say, that's not to say that you should get a vaccine by any means. Like, you, you, no, because it can cause clots and then you can still get COVID and get another chance of getting clots. Right. Right. And, and, uh, like, why, why roll the dice twice when you can roll it once? Right. It'd be one thing if it was effective. You can hear yeah. they got home. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 This smart one's really loud. Um, you said, or oh, I brought up steroids because a lot of professional athletes are on roids or, you know, roid-ish right. type of stuff, you know, SARMs and right. replacing red blood cells, they freeze, whatever the hell that's called, all that stuff. Right. I'm sure uh, it seems counterintuitive that the super healthy, right, super lung, super heart are getting some of the worst reactions to this. People who work out really hard, put a lot of strain on their body get messed up the worst by a disease because usually it's the other way around the lethargic fat lazy people get really bad pneumonia or whatever and the fit people don't get symptoms and this seems to be hitting any all stratas but especially the healthy Uh, i wondered since there's so many pro athletes because i don't see a lot of high school athletes drop and there's a lot more of them than there are professionals right right so i'm i my hypothesis not just not even a theory just an idea really is there some adverse effect with between COVID and steroids or the COVID shot and steroids? Well, quite likely like, but even, even steroids aside, even just being like, like training super hard. One of the, one of the really interesting things about when I was watching all the research on this, when it, and we did a bunch of, I wish this was well categorized so people could go back and look at it and find it. I know. Well, we had, it was, but they deleted my YouTube. So you can't find these because we said all this stuff before, like as it was coming. I'm a little worried because I'm about to do a 20 day gym binge to get buff for Ron Paul. And, uh, you know, I don't want to strain my body and then end up getting a heart problem. 
but like, so, so I was following the research extremely closely back then because I was having all these heart problems and there wasn't, my doctors didn't know anything about it. Like, the, and I was convinced that it was related and later confirmed that it was related, but all the initial studies that came out about heart problems from COVID were linked were, were with athletes, with people that were training really hard. And that's like one of the first things they noticed. And I mean, like you were saying earlier, it's actually easier to notice in healthy people because if uh, if someone's like super obese, super unhealthy, gets heart problems, you're like, well, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, right? That's because there's fat in your veins, yeah, right. But like when when people that are really serious about their health do, then you kind of got to look and see is there something else going on here, you know? And so that's that's actually where the original correlations were drawn and the original studies looking into it. It was all in like athletes. How would steroids be affected by these by, by this virus though? I mean, there is literally no research on that. I mean, I would I would honestly expect it to just because of the way that anabolics affect your heart and uh it 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 seems like seems like there's some correlation between uh i don't know like in it, it even, well, i'm wondering because more, a lot of these transgender people are basically on steroids right the girls yeah, becoming that, guys that's at a least good point. that's a good point. and are they getting bad covid reactions there's no study they seem to, this, it's hard because they seem to be almost all trans or the other direction but the, they seem to be problem, prevalent for every kind of disease because so many of them do drugs and are suicidal anyway. Back, back to the super chat we got earlier where the guy was saying the trials are all fake. Like what what you got to understand is how the medical research system infrastructure works. Like things are only incentivized if they're funded and they're only funded if they benefit different parties, you know? So like there's not going to be any research into whether or not transgender men, you know, women that you know, for trying to become them, whatever, like are more susceptible to COVID because there's, that's not, that doesn't help any of their narratives. That's not going to be funded. There's not going to be research into that, you know, or older people, men on TRT. Is that a steroid? I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a steroid. Okay. Then, you know, what about that? Aren't there a lot of people right. on that? No. Right. But like you're, you're talking about two different products that get prescribed by the pharmaceutical industry. So like that kind of research just does not get funded. Yeah. Cause it would undermine their profit margin of pumping steroids to transgender men or men who feel like they need DRT. Exactly. And then there's the obvious like social issues with that. <laughs> so like that's the kind of research that would never happen. It's the kind of research that absolutely should be happening. But just the way that the way that things are structured, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, no athlete's gonna ask about it because they're all like, "I'm not on steroids." Mm -hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> no, but I, I, I would I would honestly be surprised if there's not a correlation with that. The um, well, you'd see it in the bodybuilding community right away, uh, and you'd see it in MMA. Is there all well, so on that's, steroids? That's another. That's another interesting. The bodybuilding community would probably be the best example because they're literally all they're on all on lots all of steroids on, at the right. professional level. And what's interesting is we saw a lot more of the cardiac complications, like long COVID stuff, not so much in the in the bodybuilding community. I actually can't think of anybody, but as much as in the people that are extreme cardio athletes, like uh, like marathon runners. But there's a lot more of them than there are bodybuilders. Mm -hmm. 
Right. It's just a larger pool of people by far. So you're going to see it. This, this entire conversation is so nuanced. You know, there's so much nuance to all of this. And, and it's, it's frustrating because people Bard, title this, this uh, pug farm, big farmer shill confirmed. No, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, that's what ha- that's what happens with nuance. Oh, you're not on every you're on board with every single accusation. You fucking shill for the such and such. Right. We can drop uh, that bombs now because it already happened. Yeah, yeah. One of the tags uh, for the stream is vaccine genocide. So I feel I've made it extremely <laughs> over the top. Well, the vaccine has caused suicides, or I should say, the reaction. You know, the overreaction to the virus. With all these shutdowns and school closures, has undoubtedly and in- killed far more people than the virus, and that's that's it's wrecked careers, man. Was, right when everything was first happening, that's what we what we all agreed on was that's going to be the biggest issue here. Even my cousin's even son is-, is six foot seven. It's his junior. It was his junior year in high school when uh, this crap started. Two years with no football. How's he going to hmm. play for a college team or? Uh, or go in the NFL or whatever. If, right. if the recruiting year, your junior year, you know, when he, and he's grown so much from the previous years, there's no sports. Mm-hmm. They just, uh, uh, yeah. My, his brother moved to Florida just so his kids could continue to do athletics. This is a very athletic uh, family. Their father was played in the uh, AFC and, like, anyway, ruined it. Well, even, well, even uh, when. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I just bring it? Uh, so when the pandemic started, uh, there was a lot of concern in Norway about how it would affect the junkies, uh, the heroin users that roamed the streets of Oslo. And uh, the data <laughs> came back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, where's yeah, all the homeless didn't die? Maybe heroin's well, a natural resistance. Well, that's the yeah. The, the, uh, the junkies junkies had no issues with this virus because they're in shit all the time. They probably have some of the most uh, sophisticated immune systems in Oslo. It's like drunk drivers uh, die less often in the sober. Right. I think that's an age thing, though. I think most of the people who are drinking and driving are in, like, prime of you know they're they're not elderly they're not young whereas people getting hit by drunk drivers could be kids could be old men or ladies whatever i don't think it's because oh alcohol makes your body relax like no it's just the people drinking are in their 20s and 30s and they're usually less likely to die in a crash than smaller people well i mean and and it could be a combination there's with most things there's a lot of factors yeah, they might well, brace because they're the ones doing it, whereas the person getting hit, it's like, surprise. <laughs> Who knows? It's not like we can uh, like <laughs> test that by like, hey, you all drink and run into these people. <laughs> but it does seem to be... Uh, it does seem to be that most people die in the car crashes, period. But when someone survives, it's the drunk person. Right. Yeah, it's that's why uh, all your passengers should be trashed and only the drive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but the I call it the clot shot because <laughs> all these people that got it got blood clots and they weren't getting it before. Now they may have gotten it from the disease itself. Fine. Right. But what you're doing by injecting it in yourself is uh 
going through the same process. You're right? adding a whole nother factor. You're not removing any yeah. factors like the, and right. That it's uh and you're not preventing yourself from getting the whole point of a vaccine is to lessen the symptoms or not have any at all from like, you won't get the disease. They've literally had to redefine. They've had to redefine what vaccine, the definition of vaccine, like three times since this pandemic started. Mm. The, it, like initially, the definition on the CDC website, WHO, all of them, they, and they've, they've been very uh, synchronized in the way they change these. Initially, it said uh, a therapeutic intervention that gives you immunity to a specific disease. And then it became like, uh, they, I, I, we, we covered it before, but they, they changed the language to take it all the way from uh, immunity to resistance to makes it less bad, you know? And, right. It's like inflation. Do you see the horse meme I place I put today? It's like, oh, I'm gonna pull it up actually, so I can get hard to put it on the screen. Uh, I'm just gonna share it from. I, I, no, no, no. I found it. You don't have to do anything. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, basically, it's the drawing of a horse, and it goes from like pretty well, you know, realistic to just stick figure level as it moves across the body. And so the tail says, there's no inflation. And like the butt says, inflation is transitory. And then like the up front leg says, inflation is good. <laughs> and then the head yeah. says, Putin did it. <laughs> well, we, 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 we keep getting into topics that I want to cover like after explaining what the study says, because there's, there's a lot of nuance that, uh, yeah, I go of, down uh, all the tangents and then come back to what we're talking. Yeah, about. You, you, you see the logical conclusion of what I'm getting at. But like, I think I should go ahead and explain what the study actually says versus what people are saying it does so that we can get on those. And all right, here we go. Sense. All right. So as we said before, the claims that are being made about this study is that like, like 26 out of 27 of the, the pregnant people that were that got the vaccine had uh miscarriages or or uh stillbirths or something which is a complete misinterpretation of the data because this study that they're referring to is about VAERS data the vaccine associated adverse uh, adverse effects uh, it's like a public database that you can so anyone can go in there and add something like even any of us can go in there and add something right now like it's uh it's open there's no there's no kind of controls. There's no kind of verifications or whatever. This Pfizer document, though, is a little bit better than that because at least it separates the reports of a of a vaccine associated adverse event that were medically verified versus not medically verified. So it's at least a little bit better. But so this study, though, it's not even a study. It's not a study. It's a report. It's an internal Pfizer report where the government asked them to look over these uh, adverse effects that were being reported through this system and to then uh, categorize it basically. So this only- VAERS is a from... Wikipedia for uh, reporting exactly. adverse effects of virus. Exactly, exactly. And the, and the, so this, this report only spanned between December 1st of 2020, which was the initial emergency authorization and March of 2021. So we're only talking about like the beginning of March. So we're only talking about, you know, three months, three, four months, four months. And 
just and and so like when they're looking at the data and they say oh 26 out of 27 we're not talking about people who got the vaccine we're talking we're only talking about the bears data we're only talking about people who reported an adverse effect and said and i was pregnant and this is what happened and there were like 270 pregnant people that reported adverse effects and only like 27 of those reported a, a what happened with the pregnancy so like for the vast majority for like 90 percent of them we don't know how the pregnancy turned out for the ones that we do know the majority of them vast majority was not good but that's kind of to be expected because first off most people especially then that more people know about the various system now than they did then but most people didn't even realize that if you have a adverse i mean doctors should be telling people this but they don't like if you get a vaccine and you have a, a weird thing happen immediately after you should report it to the system you know so we're already only dealing with people who even know to report it so it's a very and and you're already only dealing with people that had adverse effects no one who didn't have adverse effects is included in this data set so like no no one who did not have any weird stuff happen after a vaccine is even included in this report this isn't a study this is an analysis of third-party data reported to pfizer and so for a little context by uh march 21st worldwide hundreds uh, march 21st of 2021 this is what four months after the emergency authorization 160 million people worldwide had had one dose of vaccine of pfizer's vaccine this is only restricted to pfizer's vaccine 60 million worldwide had had two doses in the usa 57 million had had one dose and 31 million had had two doses and uh that's uh, so so obviously most of this data is coming from the USA to begin with, but the okay like a, a little perspective on uh, interpreting this data about the pregnancy adverse reactions. So very few of those sixty million or whatever are going to be pregnant women, though. Right, right. So in the U.S., that's what I was getting at. So in the U.S., by March of 2021, 37,000 pregnant women had been vaccinated. 37,000 just in the U.S. alone. And uh, that's uh, that. So, I mean, if you look at if you're like I said, not everybody who has an adverse effect is going to report in the various system, obviously. So I'm sure way more than 27 of those 37,000 pregnancies ended in miscarriage or stillbirth, obviously. I mean, because the typical rate is between 10 and 20 percent. So the to, to treat this report as if it's a study that's comparing a control group to a non-control group is just completely misguided like you're literally only talking about people who both had an adverse effect and reported it and this, this is all a voluntary thing like it's not like if you got vaccinated and had an adverse event the hospital is just going to automatically report it like you had to manually do this and, yeah, uh, it's going to be way underreported. Way more people had adverse respects than are going to report right, it. Right, right. And, and <laughs> you know, if, okay, if I was Reuters or PolitiFact or some, some organization like that, I would just say, I would, you know, I, I could skew these statistics towards my end easily. I could be like, okay, well, 37,000 women in America had been vaccinated at this point and we only have reports of 27 of them dying from or having miscarriages so 
obviously you're safer getting the vaccine than if you hadn't, you know, but that's not what it says either. You know, <laughs> where you have to understand the data set you're dealing with, like to, to, the, and it's so easy to skew things based if you have like some bias already and, and don't understand what you're reading, like the, and, and, and just based on what they published. And again, this is a Pfizer internal report about third party data it doesn't show any, and this is early too. This is four months in. You know, well, that's what RFK back. did the crunching on this. And it's like only about 1% are reported the virus. The other 99 are not. So you can multiply I, by a hundred, whatever. Right. 27 should have been, you know, add a couple zeros, 2,700 of the 37. Well, and, and that's actually, and that's actually in line with the same data they, they presented, which is showing that, which would basically imply that, from getting vaccinated, you're not at more risk of miscarriage than the general population, which may or may not be true. I'm not going to assume that's true, but that those numbers would imply that. And but then this is this is more nuanced than this. But we can't even talk about it unless we understand what the report actually says. You know, so there has been an overall increase in miscarriage rate since the pandemic began by about 25 percent which is really significant. And if you have COVID during pregnancy, especially for stillbirths, the, the rate raises from like 0.6% to, point, to 2.7%, which is an enormous increase. And, the, and, and again, it's kind of loaded because people that are religious about being pro-vax would then say, well, this is why you need to have the vaccine because if you get COVID while you're pregnant, it increases the stillbirth rate. But, but the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. And, and maybe you wouldn't have gotten COVID, but now you have all these spike proteins and antibodies floating around in your system as if you did have COVID when you might not have. So it's like, you're, you're basically, and, and, and that data, as far as the stillborn, stillborn and miscarriage rates going up significantly, it doesn't separate based on like whether or not they got the vaccine and the, the lockdown slowed down herd immunity. Like the one thing you can right. do is get COVID and get over it. You're not going to get it again. You have natural immunity. And right. I would like to just say that there are ways uh, you're talking about monoclonal antibodies, right? Well, if you want to pass there, they sell those. You can uh, pass on your antibodies through breast milk or sperm to another human being. And so since breast milk is only available when, you know, after a woman is pregnant, uh, sperm is pretty much readily available all the time. So I have had COVID and I have gotten over it. So <laughs> <laughs> only one person can have my sperm though. But you know, there are, I, I think that'd be a funny skit for an Alex Stein or something to be like, Hey, a natural immunity sperm here <laughs> for bucks <laughs> or something. But he went in, he did something with a Ninja Turtle mask at the city council in Austin yesterday. But one of the things in his skit that was a joke, I don't think it's a joke because he said, he just said all matter of factly, like, look, we're going to have a new variant right before the election in November. So we need to prepare. <laughs> I think we will because whether there is one or not, they're going to act like it. Yeah. Well, to uh, no, to no, get, uh, before, uh, okay, so uh, well, we got some counter signaling uh, to use a TRS term. Uh, Chris Edwards said that's not true. About, I was oh. about to say, pull him on because 
I was going to make his point. I was going to wait till Pug was done. But then if Chris is listening, we can bring him in. But go ahead. Uh, let me, okay, well, now you're giving me two tasks. Uh, Chris Edwards says, that's not true about VARES. Dr. P- Peter McCullough has filled him in and said it's says it's not like that. It takes a good half hour, and then it has to be verified. A large percentage no, has filled it. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, no, ahead. no, go but ahead, finish, finish, yeah, yeah. Finish. Go ahead, go ahead. A large percentage is filled in by doctors, physicians, and nurses, especially if the person is dead. Okay. Counterpoint. That's true. Versus dead uh, is true. No, no, that's that's true. Okay, but this so uh okay, I'll address what he said first and then I'll address the problem with why he said it. So he's right that they do fill out a lot. So out of in this data in this specific Pfizer study, there were about forty two thousand, a little more, forty two thousand to round it off, uh cases included. Twenty five thousand of those were medically confirmed. The medically confirmed ones are these doctors and nurses that fill it as he's talking about all the other ones are voluntary submissions like uh, and when you do a voluntary submission your your healthcare providers have the opportunity to verify it basically you can get you can force them to verify it basically but not everybody does that the uh so uh, about half the data in this study was medically confirmed and about half wasn't it's it is a voluntary system. You can go on the VAERS website right now and submit a report. And when you do that, you'll list all your providers, all this stuff, and they can then confirm it or not. And well, I wonder, course, do you have to do 100%? Like, if you're doing about half, how many of those did you find out? Ah, unver- like I went to verify this and it turns out to be BS, right? If you do 50% and none of them were false, then it's pretty safe that you don't have to check every single time. I'd like to know how many times did they catch somebody lying? And I'm sure there's no data on that. There's no data on that. Absolutely. That That would be, that would be very interesting, but since it's a self-reported system for the most part, and again, he's right in saying that doctors and nurses do, do, uh, do contribute to it, but that's, that's in the confirmation process. You can 100% go on the Bears website right now and submit anything you want. And I can just so, say this. Chris is, has been ahead of the curve. Like He's like, they're going to do this, then they're going to say this. Like I have the Skype messages, and it just follows along everything he says. And he also says they're going to get Biden out and bring Kamala in the president. I'm like, I hope you're wrong on that. <laughs> I don't know. I've been saying that. I've been saying that forever. Remember well, you we two, yeah, you two agree poll. on that. Well, they keep calling him really? president. I, I think we agree <laughs> on a lot, but the uh, – and, and again, this, I'm trying to be as nuanced as possible here, like with, especially in regards to the study, like I'm, I, I'm not saying this as if I trust Pfizer or any of this, like I'm just, well, this isn't a good thing. Gonna... I mean, it's like, okay. So if they're, if there's, it doesn't matter if half of it's unconfirmed or whatever, the fact that they're not telling people to report it and most people don't even know about it right. and never even heard of theirs until COVID, right. means the large majority of people who are having adverse effects don't get to say that. So when someone quotes the VAERS number, it's like RFK said, yeah, multiply that by a hundred because yeah, that's not, that's sure. only 1% of the cases. And at this point, it's probably even more because we're just talking about December 1st, 2020 through March 1st, 2021. This is before most people who know what VAERS are now had no clue what it was then. 
you know. Well, I, I, can I make a counterpoint? If if sure. doctors were and nurses who give these vaccinations were to tell uh, the vaccine or the person receiving the vaccine that they have to report any uh, adverse events to theirs, they might get cold feet and not want to get the vaccine that they have been told is safe and effective. So right. Uh, but oh, yeah. we have a no, we valid. have completely valid. We have a hyper chat uh, from a neuron accelerator who says for one library token or zero point zero two six dollars, they also flipped from absolute risk reduction ARR to relative yes. risk reduction yep. yeah. RRR. ARR yep. is zero point eighty four. 0.84% uh, per, efficacy. RRR is 95% uh, efficacy. Until 2018, the FDA, CDC, and NIH recommended the ARR. But who would accept a shitty shot with such a bad performance? Absolutely. They, they, changed, so, they changed so much. Uh, they changed so much uh, in terminology uh, to. It is ninety four point one six percent change. <laughs> Damn. Well, right. Well, I mean, even even the definition of a vaccine itself, like they've changed so much, uh, so much terminology to meet their needs for. That's less than a placebo. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, these things work less than a placebo. Right. You better. You better <laughs> that's why I've been like, I'm gonna start saying, "Oh, you get, like I was joking about selling my sperm." Hey, it might cure COVID. There are antibodies in there. I do have monoclonal antibodies in my sperm. So that probably you got a better shot at avoiding COVID mm -hmm. sucking my dick than you have taking the Pfizer pill. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but that that last that last chat was like definitely definitely on point. Like they've. They've had to reframe everything to make, but, but, uh, that's, that's kind of a two part thing. When people talk about that, usually they're, they're trying to, trying to justify like the current push or whatever. But I think, uh, probably a bigger aspect of that is the fact that at this point, government and government and healthcare organizations, like every, every organization has doubled down so far on this that they can't be wrong, you know, like from their perspective, like they're not going to they give can't, you any oh, information. Yeah. Because they cause, you know, the loss of hundreds of billions across commercial right. properties, shutting down restaurants and right. uh, so, so retail everywhere. It's as much, if not more, of a justification for the course of action they've already taken as it is a justification for the course of action that they're taking now. They like, wanted to they, mandate something that doesn't work at all and justify closing down all these things and masking up kids. And it's all just, you know, uh, security theater. But BlackRock and Vanguard was able, they were able to buy up all these properties that were super cheap because you you legally weren't allowed to be open. So they're useless. Right. right. But same back, back people that own Twitter, same people that own PayPal. They own everything. Back, back this to the is previous. the landlord class, right? BlackRock. Right. 
Well, yeah, I mean, you, you can look at anything and see just like the simplest, most effective way to analyze anything is to say who benefits, you know? <laughs> yeah. Who benefited ex from excuse me for a second. I just want to uh, Blackrock. Yes. Okay. Yes, the gong. Right. <laughs> See, you should have a bell. I should have a gong. I'm in Asia. That's all right. Blackrock. Blackrock's <laughs> the biggest bell. The, I don't have a but, bell actually. I have a zog whistle. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get before we get too far away from the the super chat talking about the bears data, you mean Larry where... Fink's not an honest. I'm shocked. By the way, we hit five thousand two hundred subscribers on the main Telegram. That's a milestone if we get one more i suppose that's cool mm -hmm. the uh but before we get too far off of the the guy talking about the bears data what he's saying like i said what like the, the first half of that that i addressed earlier he's right that the doctors and nurses do play a role in presenting the, the, the that's one of the things that's interesting about this pfizer data this pfizer report on on the bears data is that it actually separates it all into confirmed versus unconfirmed and the confirmed is the stuff that involved healthcare validating the the claims or whatever. And uh, but I think the the bigger issue, the second part of that that I'd like to address is what led him to say that, which is where he said because Dr. McCullough, I think it's the one he referenced there, is said this. The problem is you misunderstood what he said. the The problem is when someone like McCullough or Van Van and Gear or uh, Van and Bosch is Geert Van and Bosch is probably my favorite of these dissident virologist type people to follow on this stuff. But like the problem is when you talk like that, you're literally talking like the vaccine people. You're like, well, Fauci said this. You're like, well, this guy said this, and you're you're. Oh, you're taking... it's not the same because Fauci's a serial liar that's lied about everything. Well, and... okay, okay. Well, let's assume they're being honest. Right, you're right, and I agree, obviously. But like, let's assume they're being honest. Let's assume what they're saying is in good faith. You have to take into account the context they said it in. They're not talking to another. Okay, McCullough, for instance. If him and Fauci are talking, their conversation is going to be completely different. That let's assume they're both acting in good faith. Their conversation is completely different than one of them when one of them's talking to a journalist. Or doing a press conference you know when when mccullough is talking to joe rogan he is talking completely different than when he's talking to someone an, another another person in the field i or, mean fauci and, talked to dr paul and it sounded like the same old rhetoric i was waiting for him to say it's the russians right but but you get my point like the thing is like when you when you're talking like I'm, I'm not saying i'm not saying like mccullough or, or are you saying guys, Joe or, Rogan's bro science is inadvisable? <laughs> <laughs> we I'm shouldn't all be doing to... DMT and TRT and whatever. <laughs> bro, 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 you got to try this new fish oil enema. It's it's super invigorating. You, you don't you don't think on it is going to increase your brain capacity? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It actually might. The but but my point though is a lot of like I hate when people try to try to uh, for instance what he just and again i don't blame you for saying that i'm not i don't think you're stupid for saying that anything and no like, what he honestly, said was right like you had kind of led people I, to think I, I, I the various thing is all like wikipedia like no about 50 percent of it is and the other half is checked 
Right. And I meant Isn't I that fair? Mentioned I mean, that earlier. No, that's why I agree. Yeah. That's why I said yeah. I agree. Like the uh, and I meant to mention that uh, and, and this is, again, just within the context of this one study. But the the thing that led you to frame it that way, as you said, McCullough said this, the people like when you talk like that, you're talking like the other side. You're just appealing to, well, this guy that I think knows what he's talking about said this about the data. When the way to research this stuff is to look at their claims, where they got their basis for their claim, read the studies, read the citations in their studies, like every single footnote, go look into it. Like it's, it's all this stuff is so much more complicated than you'll see it presented in any mainstream narrative. I get your point. Percent. I agree about like, oh, this is two different arguments from authority. The difference is if McCullough said something that's wrong, the entirety of the liberal media would jump on him and, and shove it in your face. Whereas well, Fauci can say they, as much they, wrong things as you want and right. they make excuses for it. Well, right, right. But that's a difference in the environment, not a difference in, in like a principled argument. You know, I mean, they do that with McCullough. Look up, look up Dr. McCullough and like the first 50. Right. Anything he's gotten wrong, you're going to throw it in your face. But is that particular well, not, thing one of the things? It's, it's it's not even wrong, though. It's like the, the well, thing, did. like a lot. Of, uh, right. But like the. The thing is, a lot of what's presented, a lot like if you look at debunks of him or whatever, they're taking it out of context. Just like where he, where he likely said, I, I don't know exactly what the guy's referring to, but where he likely said that a lot of this is not self, not only self-submitted, it's also verified by medical personnel. That's true, but that doesn't mean it's all verified by medical personnel. That doesn't. I love mean doing that with the uh, industrial society in its future because there are parts mm -hmm. where he says like, "Well, we've had to kill people." People bring that up. I go out of context, just like a, right. a biblical or, or Islamic apologist. <laughs> like that's but, the, but, is that what but he means? Even like, <laughs> even like the best motivated, uh, the best, the, the uh, one of one of these prominent vaccine critical doctors, and not even just again. My favorite is Vanden uh, Vandenbosch, Garrett Vandenbosch, because he's he's been involved in virology specifically for so long, and and he talks, he, most of his writing is not directed at like a Joe Rogan audience. It's directed at other, he, he's, he's very much criticizing the, the research establishment for things. He's like, you know, this isn't accurate. Why aren't you debunking this? You know, and right. it's very much like well, written for well, that's the problem in his field. Right. Dr. McCullough and anyone else, we cannot have this dialogue. Right. And so well, there's and no then, back and, and forth. And, and that's and what when, that's what like if you're just looking at anything, history, medicine, whatever, and it's like that side gets to speak, that side does not. Um, right. I first red flag is okay, the side that gets to speak is hiding something because they're yeah. scared to death of these naysayers. Right. right. And what, what I'm what I'm saying is like in no way discrediting anything any of these dissident doctors or whatever have said. My my whole point is when when you're like well they said this it's like well how first off how am i supposed to trust your assessment of what they said <laughs> you know <laughs> because like they uh, and, yeah. and then second off there's like that meme saying scott ritter said that coach red pill would die i'm like no he didn't that's not what he said hmm. and i right. i knew he was alive but i couldn't say how i do then there's like these these topics are so extremely complicated and nuanced and anyone who tries to present them as if they're not 
is misleading you. No, like no matter whether you agree with them or not, like they're extremely nuanced stuff. And it, in any of the like real scientific discourse about this, everyone acknowledges this. Everyone acknowledges this. The only, the only people that don't acknowledge this are the people trying to manipulate you. And I'm not saying any of those guys specific, all the, all the prominent critics of the Pfizer vax stuff, all the MRNA stuff, they all seem pretty, pretty, uh, pretty genuine to me actually. Like, but when, when they go on Joe Rogan and they're pointing out, say the things like the, the problems with the heart or whatever, like all these things, like they're having to cover so much ground and boil it down into a simple thing so quick, like, like they don't have time to explain all the nuance. And, and, and then the thing that frustrates me so much is when people do the appeal to authority thing where they're like, well, this guy said this. And I'm like, a, I don't trust that you understood what he said. B, who was he talking to when he said that? You know, it's like, yeah, but just saying that half the cases are verified, no matter who said it, that's going to be true because it's true. Well, right. That's why it's, that's, that's why when, when he mentioned that, okay, so like, like when he probably so is, heard, is, is Pfizer still paying you? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he probably heard McCullough point that out that this isn't just purely voluntarily submitted stuff and probably extrapolated that to think that it's all not voluntarily submitted and like literally both things are true a lot of it's verified and a lot it's all volunteers voluntarily submitted first off like unless like you said unless they die or whatever where a lot of it's submitted by healthcare or whatever but there's this the, if, if you had it would ever vary tried, from country to country too like if you're in the uk like U.S. doesn't. Right. <laughs> there's a lot of people in America that don't go to the hospital because there's no right. universal health care, and they're just like, it seems like the flu. I'll just, you know, ride it out. There's no record of it. Right. And the and that's actually one of the interesting things about this Pfizer, this specific Pfizer, not study report on data from bears, is that it breaks it down by country and it breaks it down by verified and unverified. And it's, there, there's just no bombshells in there. And like my whole criticism of the discourse about it is the idea that there's some bombshell in there. Like, again, I wouldn't be surprised at all if there's huge effects from the vaccine on pregnancies. I'm not saying there's not, I'm saying this doesn't prove it. Yeah. It's like the right. fuel that melts steel people. Yeah. I'm like, uh, oh, all right. Uh, Wait, we have uh, evidence of bombs and vans. You don't need to make up this stupid shit. Like, yeah. Uh, if you two could just be quiet for a second, and I'm going to show you something, and you'll love it. Uh, so, is it the tractor attack? Uh, no, just watch the screen and uh, wait. Uh, and we'll switch the scene. And... There we go. Some of that, according to a New Mech employee who witnessed it, was hidden in food irradiator trucks. This is a chunk from New Mech. Yeah.
It would then be loaded onto Zim's ships and sent to Israel. Yeah. You see the graphics in that? Yeah, I like yeah. it. I guess that's been completed, so I will be busting out the trailer soon. Hopefully get a copy to Dr. Paul and to Daniel McAdams. Yeah, uh, so... <laughs> Uh, okay, that was it. Uh, but uh, about Pfizer, anyway, we were talking uh, the studies. <laughs> the report of the VAERS data being walked through as a study. Yeah, right, and so, also okay. the Pfizer leaks. Just, 80,000 pages in, of blue. Just, just, that wasn't even leaked. That was like they were forced to declassify it. But the... Just, just so any of the nuance isn't lost on anyone, I am not discrediting any of the claims that this could be affecting pregnant pregnancies, uh, fertility, cardiovascular health, all this at all. I'm just saying this specific data that people are citing as the bombshell that exposes it is it it poisons the whole well because that the idea that this proves that is just completely untrue. That doesn't mean that that's not true. It just means this doesn't prove that. And what one of the most annoying things about all this is this, this Pfizer report that's gone so viral lately, like is only four months at the very beginning of the vaccine rollout. We're talking like this cuts off March 1st of 2021. There have been hundreds of studies on this topic since then that have way more data, that have way more, like that, way more interesting stuff. Like, like I, I was talking about the increase, there have been an, a significant research or increase in both mi miscarriages and stillbirths. None of this was even known back then. The There's question mark I have is, yeah, you, know, you can, I get all the study statistics and say whatever and manipulate this and that, but the, the one fact that, needs the most explanation is why do we have a 25% increase in miscarriages and stillbirths? And that could also be because of the lockdowns because everybody's behavior changed so much. Right. Right. You have a lot of people sitting yeah. at home, maybe they're drinking while they're pregnant or, you know, whatever, maybe that could be the reason, but there's, there's a lot something of is a caused. Lot. That's a, that's not right. a, like a standard you know, deviation error or something. It's 25%. Right. There's, there's a lot of factors that could be involved, but the, the, I guess my point is the fixation on this particular study kind of keeps people from looking at the valid stuff, the stuff like more recent research that has better info that wasn't funded by Pfizer. Like th there's been so much, there's literally hundreds, like, like the, the number in terms of the increase in, uh, stillbirths. That's not from this. When this was published, that was not even known yet. This, we're talking four months into the vaccine rollout, you know, and this is only the VAERS data. There's studies where the, it has been controlled in terms of who, not necessarily who got the vaccine and who didn't, but at, at least the comparing it to pre-COVID numbers, you know, and that's way more interesting, but no one's even talking about that because they're like, oh my God, Pfizer leak. It, the, the document says did, classified. So this is a secret. Did you see right? Bill Gates got COVID? Yeah. God, I hope it kills him. 
yeah well well he's not very fit so 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 you know. so one of one of the topics that i've seen misrepresented a lot lately which is one of the things that should very much be looked into there's a couple this, this is why i'm glad we finally got through what the study actually says and what it doesn't because now we can get into the nuance of it like there there's been a significant increase in not just the miscarriages and all that but like there there's actually been like 10 or 12 studies published on autoimmune disease post-vaccination increases, like uh, significant amounts. Like, like it's, this is very well documented. And a lot of that's likely due to the, they call them adjuvants. They're like things in vaccines that are like meant to suppress your immune system so that the vaccine can work. And the, there, this is like a very, there, there's no telling what, what all we could learn from legitimate research on this and there's been a little bit but like this isn't even the topic of community of conversation everyone's just talking about the celebrity medicine. deaths right which i know is a very small pool but it's like so and so says i just got my vax i just got my booster and within two weeks they're dead and so and i think that's from the immune suppression because then they end up getting any disease and die very likely Gilbert Very Godfrey likely. was the uh Bob Saget um you know has gone on through maybe Kevin but, Samuels even but the problem is when when the thing that's going viral that everyone's talking about is a misinterpreted mis misconstrued not even studied but is it viral or is it just a 4chan thing like I didn't see no, this stuff this is this is definitely viral you haven't seen people talking about you got us well I'm not allowed on Twitter and Facebook or any of that I, I just have no, right, right now right now pretty all well the filtered critical people are talking all the vaccine critical people are talking about the Pfizer the Pfizer documents and you need to be reading the Pfizer documents and if you got vaccinated or if you got your kids vaccinated you should read the Pfizer documents twice it's like yeah read 80,000 pages of shit you don't understand twice go ahead <laughs> you know <laughs> It's uh, it's but it it we're, again though we're talking about stuff from early 2021. We're in pretty much mid. Why was it ever classified? Now. If it's just a bunch of blip, like, what's the point? Well, you're causing suspicion by classifying stuff that doesn't need to be classified. Well, obviously to sh uh, to uh, sell more vaccines. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, if you mandate it. They have to buy it. Well, that's that's how, how the whole process works, though. I mean, the majority of studies that have been done internally, and this isn't even a study, but the majority of studies that have been on, done internally on from any drug company on any drug you've ever taken are classified. It's it's uh, it's private information. Like they don't have to publish most of it. I think if you're gonna sell it to people, you need to. Well, you publish the stuff that makes change. you look good. Yeah. You publish okay. the stuff that makes you look good. And I'm, I, I'm okay, like, uh, getting into the nuance again. Just because this study it doesn't have any bombshells, this declassified report, whatever, doesn't have any bombshells about all this, doesn't mean there aren't bombshells. And as, the, the most frustrating thing about this to me is that it, we're restricting the conversation to very early information when no one knew anything. And now there's a lot better information about all these topics. Right. Miscarriages. This is the fire they want you to look at so you mm -hmm. don't look at other fires. Mm -hmm. And that's the, the typical cookification disinfo on any other thing. Like, that's why, so, yep. 
that's yeah. that's why if you Google if you Google anything about COVID nineteen and even if you're even if you're not even say you're trying to research miscarriages and people infected with COVID that didn't get vaccinated. If you're trying to research that and you search it any way that the average person would know how, all you're going to see is debunks of this claim. All you're going to see is is debunks of the claim that 26 out of 27 people who, who got the vaccine when they were pregnant had uh, miscarriages, which is not even what you're looking for. Let's say you're just looking for people that didn't get vaccinated, that just got infected, and then how did the pregnancy turn out? You can't even find the information unless you know how to search academic databases. And even then it's polluted. So like the, the water is so muddied, it's so muddied in a way to make to discredit the, it's, it's, it's the kookification stuff. It's just like if you search for anything about 9-11 and Israel, for instance, like literally everything you're gonna see is debunks of dumb stuff. Yeah. And uh, even, even a modern ongoing thing like the war in Ukraine, there are a right. bunch of idiots that think Ukraine is winning that war. And these are the right. same idiots that thought Kyle Rittenhouse shot a bunch of black people. Because all their info is coming from the Twitter sphere, which doesn't allow anything truthful. It has to be radical leftist narrative or nothing. And the radical left has a vested interest on in the COVID uh, narrative as well. And that's all you're going to oh, yeah. hear. So they'll kick a dead horse all day. Oh, yeah, this claim right here was wrong. Aha, aha, aha. But there's a bunch right. flying by as they focus on that. Exactly. Like the fact that they like, like look at when they said ivermectin's horse medicine, bullshit. It's for people and horses, so is penicillin. But like the entire media jumped on that, and and there were shortages of ivermectin, right? Well, they well now they're now they're now they're pushing how to make homemade. The same people that said that are pushing how to make homemade abortion pills from veterinary medicine. So like. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they're taking that actual horse medicine to, to get I mean, to put in I, your body. Ugh. I hate I hate even playing hypocrisy bingo with them because it kind of presumes that they're making the argument in good faith. Like the 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 fact the fact of all the the whole vaccine narrative. If it was if it was the right wing pushing the vaccines, the left would have all the same arguments, all the same bullshit about you know. It's like for most people, they're not even talking about actual data. They're just playing their team sport you know well they wouldn't the need the, the need for the covid panic is to justify mail-in votes well you know yeah, how, for, if the left doesn't have mail-in votes they wouldn't win any elections everybody hates them and you're going to see in the states that pass voter id laws are just nothing but red well i have a question uh because uh, a lot of hay has been made out of this 2000 meals film but I uh, don't trust Dinesh D'Souza at all. At all. <laughs> he's a Lincolnite. Like, yeah, well, he's a he's yeah, hardcore well, he, partisan and he's in love with Lincoln. So he thinks yeah, he's a Republican. Lincoln left the Republican Party to join the National Union's party, by the way. Just saying. Yes. Uh, but so... Uh, I've I've seen reports that people haven't actually gotten to look at the data that the movie says it presents. Uh, right, that's why Newsmax and stuff would not play it or mention it. And I'm like, well, why should they until they have time to verify what you said in it? 
you know, maybe yeah. they will play it. But you're a little shyster, and everybody knows it. <laughs> right. And I, I'm one of these people that 100% believes there was election fraud, but I don't trust yeah, that too. guy. I 100%, you know, I have my 9-11 theory. I'm kind of the guy for that. But when I see a 9-11 movie come out, I go, oh, probably not. You know, because right. it's kook exactly. after kook after kook all the time. Right. It's more likely it's more likely to be some kookification project than it is to be, be true by like a it seems of they had people in film just stuffing in mail like just here's a ballot. Here's a ballot. Here's about like one person. So there was that's the mule. Right. And OK, if you have footage of that, there's somebody voting more times than they should have. The, the, the thing is, even if you didn't have any footage of that at all, that that possibility was there that someone knows oh well if you mail in votes after they open the envelope they have no way of verifying where this ballot came from exactly. which means you could just have a stack of biden ballots already there and just say yeah they came in the mail and that's okay, why people uh, are complaining and saying these aren't even folded how did it get in the envelope it just you could just run them through the machine and say yeah they came from these envelopes and then what are you gonna go and then they shredded the envelopes Oh, sorry. Those are gone. So you can't even okay. tell how many envelopes there were. Yeah. Uh, so we got a long text post about uh, the, the Pfizer uh, documents and uh, the VAER cool. system like, by by it, CB. Uh, again, guys, guys, I want to hear what y'all have to think about this. Like, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not like going to ridicule somebody for disagreeing with me or anything like that. Like, like I, I genuinely want to hear everyone's perspective on this. Okay, so, well, it's quite long. Uh, so, uh, he says, I'm quite sure Peter McCullough was referencing an actual study about VARES being underreported. And, oh, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it definitely is. Yeah, secondly, uh, on the involvement of filling out an actual report, it does require a PDF which has two pages of form fillable. It's important to note the general laziness of a person and the general busyness of doctor's office and understand that they actively despise having to fill this paperwork out. Right. Anecdotally, I'm running adverse reactions as medic emergency medical frontline responses every day, and none of these people have been informed by their doctors that a reporting system even exists. Yep, right. If you look at the drop times of patients in emergency rooms, for example, doctors are taking uh, 30 minutes to an hour to write up just one patient. So they're definitely not making any effort on top of that to do VARES unless they're passionate about the subject. Uh, the department... Agree. Yeah, the Department of Defense paperwork also shows a marked increase in miscarriages and pregnancy-related events, which I will provide later. The reality is 26 out of 27 is much too high percentage-wise on, on the reactions, but the actual number of reactions is going to be much, much higher, and the percentage is still going to be alarming. Yes, the first week of to two weeks after your bo body is flooded with spike proteins and your body acclimate itself to fighting that specific vector is it is extremely susceptible to other diseases this was proven in the israel study and was part of the their driving push for the booster also the redefinition of the word vaccine they also had contracts with pfizer specifically israel did right 
Also, the redefinition of uh, the word vaccine was done on October 1st, 2021 by the CDC. The first okay, that was did. a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's a, a lot uh, of that is exactly what Pug said. Exactly. Like, I, I agree with pretty, like, pretty much everything he said. The only, like, and, and even my caveats aren't disagreements. Like, first, where he just said the redefinition of vaccine, that's happened three times since the pandemic started. There's, there's been several times, like, several times they redefined it. The, where he said 26 out of 27, which I agree with what he said, but again, you have to understand what that actually is. The 26 out of 27 is in the VAERS data, 270 people who were pregnant, who had the vaccine reported adverse effects out of those only 27 reported how their pregnancy turned out so for 90 percent of those we don't know how the pregnancy turned out and if well, for an eight. and 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 there's a there's a good chance that there's a good chance that it wasn't problematic because had it been they probably might have added that who knows though but like he said that's extra work on the part of everybody the the patient the medical staff everybody but so when we say 26 when the people saying 26 out of 27 they're talking about such a limited data set you're already talking about people who already reported an adverse event associated yeah but he, he acknowledged that what he was saying right is, right no no I'm, even I, though I, that, that, I know you said, both acknowledge it. it i'm saying you, you both said the same thing if that is what it is even though you're only talking about the people like look at all the people that didn't say anything because nothing didn't ha nothing happened right you're still with because it's so underreported that right. even having 10, 20, whatever, it means there must have been so many more cases because it's such a pain in the ass to do all the paperwork. And most people don't even know that's an option. Exactly. And doctors that's, aren't going to do it half the time either. Right. That's oh, what, less, that's less what, than half. There was no, I saw no disagreement in what you said, what he said. Not a, not at all. No, and yeah. that's why I said even my caveats. I don't disagree. I'm just clarifying, like specifically what we mean when we're talking about those numbers. Like that, exactly. Like the the VAERS data is underreported for everything. Like by far, everything. Like pre-COVID, like just just the amount of work and the fact that most people don't even know this system exists. Average person. COVID aside, average person goes to get a, a mumps vaccine. They have a rash. They're not going to be like, oh, well, I have to go report this rash in this government system that's going to take me an hour and a half to fill out. You know, most people don't even know the system exists. Even if they do, they're not going to do that, which is why when uh, RFK said 100 times more, I was like, it's probably more than that. It's probably way more than that. I don't know. If you lost your baby, you'd probably sit there for an hour and a half and fill it out. But I think the main thing is, they don't even know that there is a system where they can report. Nobody knows. Right. Right. Think all the boomers and, that can't even, you know, yeah, anything uh, on the computer, you know. Like, uh, we got a hyper chat on uh, on Odyssey from Funkmaster Fletch. Rye, when will you be in Texas and will you be meeting up with any of us plebs? June 1st to June 6th. And yes, I'll meet the plebs. And I'll I'll I'm be a, down. I'm try to go to. You should. I'm gonna try and get trying to get my twin brother to come too. We'll see. He'll he's on the show tomorrow. Tomorrow my time. I guess it's just in the evening, or whatever. 
if if the timing works out, I'd love to be on that. You know, like uh, uh, I've uh, I've I've talked with Rye about this some, but like I've I, obviously not nearly to the extent of Scott, but like I've I've been involved in some archaeology stuff. I worked under uh, I, I can't say too much, but uh, I would love <laughs> to hear. I, I I would probably have some interesting questions for him. From have the, you seen the 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 two hour the science channel just did a two hour thing with my brother yesterday. I'm gonna play it and then I'm gonna have him do Q and A. It's on Amazon for yeah. two dollars. Or if you have the science channel, you can just watch it on the replay. Yeah, I look forward you, to seeing. You probably that. can like, pirate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look forward to seeing that. That should be interesting for sure. He got one over on Mark Horton, who's a uh, like the senior archaeologist on the thing. He had a trunk of iron or rust you know and he wanted to do electrolysis that's what removes the rust and uh, he said i think this is a dagger handle he goes no nah, i think that's just a like a worthless piece of iron but iron at all is colony because the indians didn't have iron so that's still right. significant even if it's just a piece of some broken shovel or whatever well they did electrolysis and it was a dagger handle and, and they bet a beer over it so he's like i guess the beer's on me and that made it onto the show Cause it's kind of good oh, for yeah. TV. They bet a beer and it turned out whatever, but um, a much more important thing of a cannonball fragment that they found didn't get on the show. And that's more significant because it's specifically the type that they were using. I, I would love to ask him about like the specific types of features that they see when they're excavating the croton stuff, like, like what type of features are most common versus i mean on the indian pottery like, and things like that i can answer a lot well of that. no like in, in the in when so when you're doing an excavation you you're uh-huh. you're peeling away layer by layer like tiny layer of yep. soil within a grid and it's all super well documented like because like otherwise this is why this is why it's very uh it's illegal in a lot of cases, but very much frowned upon by the archaeological community to just go for, say, if we're interested in a specific site, to just go start digging there because they're no, like, you that's don't know how to you'll dig. never know the age. Yeah. Well, right. And, and, and unless you're documenting every step, and unless you're digging the right hey, way, Varg, like you want to, you want to know what's Minduk Sai, fucking using oh. like toothbrushes and stuff to go yeah, down yeah, the I, layer I, like I, you found a bead. Everybody stop, you know. <laughs> It, it looks like my personal hell is just toothbrushing an old relic for hours and going through the sieve. No, I mean, like you can't just, you can dig a foot or two. Cause that is, you know, there's nothing. But then you got to start just going, like you got to flatten it completely and like completely. by the millimeter. Completely. Yeah. It's gotta be by, you're, you're it's not, so tedious. You're not, you're not using shovels. You're using trowels. You're literally peeling yeah. away like a millimeter of dirt. Sometimes you're using and, like, brushes and Mm -hmm. you'll get let's say you get the top of a skull you know it's there but it's going to take you till tomorrow (laughs) before you can get down far enough to grab it but but we're talking about the rare stuff like the common stuff the normal stuff you find when you're doing this kind of stuff is like post holes like a hole Mm -hmm. that was dug for a post for something or or mid oh not even that normally normally all you see is disturbed earth like the majority of the time, all you're finding is like this dirt looks different than this dirt. <laughs> yep. Like so, some someone dug a hole here at some point, you know. And well, the middens around I, the island are going to be full of 
oyster shells and scallop shells because that's what they were eating. That's what they were throwing away, right? right. So you'll get uh, down to their trash heap is lots of shells and fish bones and stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Funk Master Fletch sent another library token uh, hyper chat, and he said, uh, "Would be honored to meet you. Looking forward to it. I'll message you on VK." I will have more details. I'm coming in on the first to Houston. That's all I know for now. Yeah, and uh, you'll be at the conference uh, no matter what. Hundred percent. That's the whole reason I'm going. So yeah. Yeah. But I there. She's got the kids, and so I got to bounce. Uh, and then I'm going. Yeah, to let's jump, so. let's fix Streamlabs whenever you have time. <laughs> yeah, after. I get them food and get to the gym. Then I will call you and we'll, we'll mess with it. Horrible time yep. for that thing to break because yes. entropy, nothing. And usually somebody would have sent $3 or something, but yeah. You know, and I, I, well, well, <laughs> yeah, I know it's, it's pennies. Uh, it's not, but, but I we will, don't know because people not using the app, only the ones that go yeah. through, if you're using the app, it doesn't go through. Yeah, so we have technical issues with Odyssey, and uh, but yeah, we got to get that fixed before my brother comes on because I was like, yeah, you could make some money doing this, maybe, and you know, oh yeah, my thing broke the day before you came on. That's that sucks. <laughs> we got to get it fixed. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, then. Okay. See you guys see in uh in about twelve hours. Peace.